Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Beth and Katie, founders of Pre-PA Clinic, and we are so happy you are here. If you are a pre-PA, then you are in the right place, and we are so excited to help you get accepted to PA school. So if you haven't heard, we are doing VIP days where we walk with you through every step of putting together your CASPA application in one day, so you can have a complete, ready-to-submit PA school application in one day. We don't want you to miss any more deadlines. So even if you haven't started your personal statement or created your list of PA schools you plan to apply to, we take you through every step during your VIP day so you can have a strong, ready-to-submit application in one day. Really, how amazing would it feel to press the submit button and know your app is done? We can't wait to do this with you and get your app submitted so you can land interviews. If you're ready to do this, email us at theprepaclinic at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram at pre-PA clinic. We only have limited spots because this is such a private personalized experience. So don't let this opportunity or this cycle pass you by. We can't wait to see you on your VIP day and create your most competitive application ready to submit in one day. Let's do this. Email us or DM us in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the doctorate program for PAs. So as you know, Katie and I both have our DMS, our Doctorate of Medical Science. Katie did a clinical track and I did an academic track, but we both graduated with our Doctor of Medical Science. So we get asked a lot about this. What is it? Why do we do it? What's the point? Give us some more information about it. So we want to talk a little bit more about it. Now, we actually started in the inaugural program. We were the very first class of DMS students to matriculate. We didn't actually graduate first because our program at that time was longer than the other programs in the United States, but we still were the first ones to actually matriculate and start, which is really, really cool. So one of the reasons we did this is because we're very passionate about PA education or about education in general, really. And so we wanted to go on. We want to get our doctorate degree. So we know the PA profession is changing rapidly and PA education is changing rapidly. It wasn't that long ago where PA was a bachelor's degree, and now they're all required to be masters. Even before then, it was an associate's degree. You didn't even have to have a bachelor's. So things are changing in the PA education world, and it's really exciting to think what the next 10, 20, 30 years will be. Maybe in your lifetime, PA might become a doctorate degree itself. Who really knows? There's no way to tell. So again, we're super passionate about PA education, and we really think that PAs are the most motivated, the most passionate people out there. They are always going above and beyond. And so everybody's reasons for doing the doctor of medical science are a little bit different. Now, at the time that we started, you actually had to have five years of experience as a PA. And the reason for that was they really wanted to build on that knowledge. So you know a lot of book knowledge when you get out, but the whole art of medicine, the gray part, the actual practice part, the actually seeing it in patients and not just in the book part, that just comes with experience. Almost that kind of gut, like, mm, I think something's wrong here. All those type of things just come with experience. And so the thought was, is let's take experienced clinicians and then let's train them up more. Let's give them more specialty knowledge. Let's give them more information about it because if you come right out of school yes you probably know more book stuff than you ever will in your life but you don't have that experience with seeing hundreds of patients with x y and z in order to build upon that knowledge so nowadays now that that is not a requirement for most programs most programs you can go straight into it but at this time that we really felt like having the five years gave us a really great scientific foundation in order to build upon 
Now at our program, there was two tracks. There was a clinical track, which Katie did, and there was an academic track, which I did. And so they varied a little bit. So the first part was actually exactly the same, the scientific knowledge part, but then our last year we varied. So the clinical track did more clinical cases, did more ultrasound and kind of did more in that arena. And then us on the academic side, we really focused on like how students learn, how to troubleshoot when we have to give all this scientific information in a really, really short time. What we can do to increase our students' learning. How can we have our students kind of learn to learn on their own, right? And what we call self-directed learning. So we did a lot of pedagogy and that type of thing in order to understand how learning, how learning applies to healthcare, how learning applies to healthcare situations, how to use simulation, how to use group work, how to use all these things that we know are good in order to effectively increase learning and increase the rate and efficiency of learning. So really it's for people who are in education, PA education, or people who intend to go into PA education, that's really who the academic track was. Now in our program, most of the people did the clinical track. The vast majority of the people did the clinical track because most of the people were clinicians and that's what they were interested in. So you have to check if you're interested in the DMS to see if they have different tracks at your school. So one of the original thoughts of the DMS was the fact that, okay, NPs have independent practice in a lot of states, right? So our PAs far behind that. And so the thought was, let's take some PAs. Let's say they went through PA school, which is two and a half years. They've got five years of experience. And now they go through another couple years of extra training. Well, then are they ready for independent practice? So is this a good path to independent practice? So I think that that has kind of been put on the back burner. I'm not sure that that is still the goal of a lot of DMS programs, but just to consider, that was one of the founding reasons of, hey, let's make a path to independent practice for PAs. Now, nobody knows what the future holds, but perhaps in your lifetime, PAs might have independent practice, whether it's through a DMS program or whether it's through some extra training, whether it's through extra tests, et cetera. We don't know, right? But we know that nurse practitioners have gone to a doctorate. We know that in our lifetime, physical therapists have gone to a doctorate. Occupational therapists have gone to a doctorate. So there are a lot of things that have kind of gone to this doctorate program. So who knows in your future, in your career, or maybe in the career of the generation behind you, PAs might become a doctorate and there might be a path to independent practice. Again, there's a lot of legislation. There's a lot of debate about this, about whether PAs really want this or whether PAs really need this. We have really great relationships with our collaborating or supervising physicians, but we have made this name change and we have gotten more autonomy. We're talking about getting packs with certain states so we don't have to have multiple state license. We can have one state license and work in multiple states. So there's lots of fun things coming down the pipe for PAs. And so really keep your, keep your ear to the ground. Really, if you're interested in the PA profession, it's changing so, so rapidly. So who knows what the future holds? We're both glad that we did our DMS. Again, we're really passionate about education. It's not right for everybody. And when we graduated, we were one of the first few in the whole United States, right? There was maybe less than 30 or something like that in the whole United States. So again, DMS programs are becoming more popular. There's more and more programs every single year. So if you're interested in the DMS program, you can start some research to see if any of the programs are right for you. So we hope this cleared up some questions about the DMS program, about our experience with it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Where the White Coats Come Off, and we'll check you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off. We are so excited for your future as a PA student and a PA. We hope this CASPA cycle is going great for you. 
Our rule is if you aren't landing interviews, there is something that needs to be fixed with your CASPA application. And if you aren't landing a seat, then there's something that needs to be improved with your interview answers. So if you are stuck somewhere in this process, then definitely reach out to us because it is our mission to help you get accepted to PA school. We specialize in all things pre-PA and to make you the most competitive candidate. From CASPA app editing and feedback sessions to mock interviews, we will show you exactly what you need to do to stand out. Keep up the great work, and we can't wait to see what your future holds as a PA.